There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. For those of you just joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Feel free to go and check out our 3 o'clock hour. You are listening to The Lori and Julia Show. Thank you. Oh my gosh, you just heard me bark out a snort of laughter. It's because... We finally have the close-up of the, do you call it the prow of a, of a super yacht? What is the bow? Oh, the bow. Oh, okay. the, oh the prow. The, yeah, the, the bow. The, the bow in the stern. Oh, of Bezos? Yes. It get, I saw it. It's huge. Okay, it's huge, but uh, uh, the wooden, he's got a wooden, it's Lauren Sanchez. His girlfriend is the lady. The wooden lady on the front of the super yacht. Wow. I mean, you know what I think about that yacht is it's. It feels lonely. It's one of the things in Ellie, your family of sailors, and I got to go on I mean, a trip it with is, you. Is this a tribute? It is. What do you mean? To have your likeness be a carved attachment. It you is need some... to you need to post send it to Ellie to post because okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. So it isn't actually her. <laughs> it is. It's... It looks just like her. So it's the Titanic woman on the bow of the ship carved in wood. Yes, but it's like attached. You know, it was carved by. It's attached. So like, if anything bad happened, he could just simply. Take that. Where off. are you looking at this? I people... really, I'm looking for it. I cannot Where find this. TMZ has it. TMZ. And I mean, we are not all there. It does look just like her, though. I'm, I'm telling you, it's a likeness of Lauren. I mean, the, those are not the photos I'm looking at um, I see as it. I pull up this article. I see it. There's a lot of other photos there to look no, at. No, I see it. Yeah. There's a, there she is, you know. I mean, the the he is smitten with her to put a figurehead. He is so smitten. A wooden with her. replica of it. his girlfriend. And, and it is an uncanny him. likeness. It's done well. <laughs> Some artisan was paid good money to carve that. That's not easy to do. I don't think. <laughs> it just made me laugh though. That's why my mic was on. I was just like barking. I was like, oh, oh my what? That boat is so big. Yacht. Yacht. It's beyond a yacht. It's a ship. It's a ship. Yeah. It really is humongous. It's so big. I mean, do you You can't go into small ports. I mean, the thing about boating is you, you know, when you go on a personal yacht, like a normal size one, you're... 
Well, you two have been boating together in some I, I rather nice places. I thought it was nice the magicalest thing I ever did, Allie. We had a nice boat. We had a great boat. We when had we a did catamaran, it. and we were in St. Bart's and St. Martin's. But these, these you boats have forty piece and staffs, though. Yeah, but you couldn't go in on a yacht this size to some of these ports. No, to some of the ports, you you would have to take T- a, a tender tender in. Yeah. No, and they have like whole different mini yachts for you to stay in if you want to be in port. Oh, I see how that works. So fancy and rich. In the yacht world. In the yacht world. But I think one of the coolest things about it is being close to the water. You know? Just being on the water? Yeah, yeah, but being closer to it, you know? Yeah. Than being up. This thing is a ship. I wouldn't complain if Jeff Bezos said, Julia, you want to come on my ship? Right, right. (laughs) Okay. I know. I'll come. Well, and those things have tons of toys too. They have oh, like a lower deck helicopter that's just on top with of it. Crap! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, so the killers of the Flower Moon trailer. We have posted it. We've been talking about this in uh, 2017. This was one of the best books of the year mm-hmm. by um, David um, Gran. He was a New Yorker staff writer, and the story of Killers of the Flower Moon is about the Osage County. In Missouri, I believe it is, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And it was Indian, um, an Indian um, reservation that had access. They were on top of the Osage Nation people. They sat on top of the most oil in that area. They had in all of the United States. All of the United States. It's an amazing, an amazing story. But they started getting murdered, and the newly formed FBI starts investigating it. So this is like premiering at the Cannes Film Festival tomorrow night. It's considered the prestige. Uh, when this movie is coming, clocking in at three hours and forty minutes or thirty minutes. Um, Scorsese's reuniting with the, you know, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo De, yeah, De Niro, and I mean, they both have uh, worked with him so many times, but we haven't seen Leonardo in anything since Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But it looks so good, and he's playing someone. I thought he was going to be playing the FBI guy, but he plays the husband of the Osage County um, woman. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, and then Jesse Plemons maybe is an FBI yes, I agent. Think he is. It, it comes out really October twentieth. It looks so good. But it will premiere to. It's going to premiere at Cannes, so we'll get the early buzz on it. And apparently, the buzz right now from Cannes is that the festival director they seated Callista Flockhart behind her husband Harrison Ford, and he was not happy about it. I'm going to ask you something. Yes. Okay. Why you, you just make somebody move? I would make someone move yeah. in a heartbeat, or someone should get up and say, please take my seat. Anyway, this movie looks good. You're okay, right. Here's my question, though, about it. Okay, so we read so many books. So many books are made into movies. We watch so many movies about books that maybe we haven't read. Yeah. In the case of The Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon, yes. I thought this book was so great. Right. But would a you, lot of people. Okay. They don't read nonfiction books, even if they are fictional. They read like a novel. Right. You know, da- David writes in the style that Truman Capote did within Cold Blood or that Norman Mailer did with the Executioner song, where you take a real life horrific event. Yes. And you write about it in such a way that it reads like fiction. It, it read like fiction. And so I think that it Which, wasn't. So you a, went- 
I recommend reading this to people ahead of time. Uh, uh, no, no, because I think I think Scorsese will get the story. Right. I think it's I think it was meticulously researched. So. I just thought it was such a great book. Right, but it's already so well researched that Scorsese, as a director, yeah. knows how to do this kind of thing. Uh, people will say, I don't have time to read a 500-page book because this okay. was a big book. This was a big book, but I learned so much in the book. It's and fantastic. It, yeah. it, it's 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 the best kind of uh, fiction when you get something that's based on a true story yes. and someone makes it read like fiction. That's what David's got another book out now about another real life event, the castaway or the it's about a shipwreck that actually happened. And they were on this island for like three years, these sailors. Oh, oh. and what happened? And he also he wrote the Lost City. Of yeah, he wrote Z. the Lost City of Z. The Wager, it's called. Yeah, yeah, the Wager. It's um, a tale of shipwreck, mutiny, and murder. Yeah, but you know, this a lot of people did read that book, but I, I think that it will have a huge audience. They obviously believe in it. It's going to come out in October. It gets the Friday night. A movie slot at the first weekend for Cannes. So, and yeah. it's the first trailer that we've seen. And I think also it will be good at a time when there seem to be states intent on trying to erase history or try and pretend stuff didn't happen to actually have this story. It's a great story to be told yes. because it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And people don't, I know we didn't know about it. I didn't until know we read the book. The book was just very, very it, good. All yeah. right. So, all right, good you explanation. Know, I think, yeah, and then uh, uh, the other trailer that Grant posted for us today is Theater Camp, and this was a buzzy mockumentary hit at Sundance this past year, and it's Ben Platt and Molly Gar- Gordon. They play this a, 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 a camp for kids to go to for drama, which right. is summer camp. It looks, it looks very, very good. It looks very, it looks very, very good. It won the uh, special jury award at Sundance. It was part of South by Southwest and their lifelong best friends and drama instructors at a rundown camp in upstate New York. The only thing it would be better would be if there's also some Jason involved in this camp. No, no. It'll be fun. Theater yeah. camp. Yeah, anyway, so it does. It, it looks like it would be appealing. I have something for your mom. Yeah. My mom? Yeah. She watched Blue. She still watches Blue Bloods, right? Loves Blue Bloods. So does my dad. So does everybody over the age of 70. Guess who's <laughs> coming back Who? for the final episode? Jennifer Esposito. Oh my God! And she left suddenly because of gluten. She said celiac disease oh, or celiac. something. Celiac. That's and right. And she started a celiac bakery in New York. She just got very sick and couldn't figure out what it was and for a couple work. years and couldn't work. I always thought she was so beautiful. I and she was married to Bradley Cooper for forty-eight hours. Remember? It was, it was longer not than long, forty-eight hours. Not long. But not long. You're right. They did have a scandalous. They had a scandalous breakup. Were, yeah, they were mm-hmm. together a very oh, yeah. short, maybe four days. It wasn't long. It wasn't long. But I think your mom would be excited about that because I it always was kind of a scandal when it, she left because she intimidated or we, intimated that it was like they because weren't of under, them. They, they weren't, weren't understanding about my health conditions. Yeah, which um. I think it's they, a big deal that she's coming back. Yeah. 
Well, maybe she'll be able to be in it next season because mm-hmm. I think that show's been renewed. I'm always fascinated with how they paint Donnie's hairline on. You're so Donnie Wahlberg, funny. if you noticed. I don't watch Blue Bloods, but that's Whatever so I'm with funny. at my mom or my dad's, I, I'll catch up you on You catch it? it? Okay. I, I know enough to uh, dip in and out. I love it, Lori. You know? All right, it. listen, Ellie, we're ready for your dirt alert. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Of oh, yeah. Listen to that. Of course. Oh, born ready. Born ready. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, gang. Lori and Julia here for MSPAirport.com, our beautiful airport. We were just talking a little bit about travel earlier today, and we are so lucky to have such a great airport to dine in, to shop in, that's, to leave from. That's right. And if uh, you're leaving out at Terminal 1, no, you have two Delta lounges there, plus the other two, like the Centurion for the other credit cards. So you've got all that going on. You don't belong to a lounge. Well, there are so many great dining and bar options for you. It doesn't matter what gate you're going out of. Now, every single gate I mean, there's just food and beverage the whole way down. It doesn't matter which one. And retail. And retail. And art. And we just want to remind people the ease it is to pre-book your parking. You can do it by going MSPAirport.com. Book it 12 hours before the departure of your flight. You get an easy QR code to get you in and out. Plus, you save $2 a day. Get to the airport early. Enjoy your vacation. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Ellie, Ellie, Ellie is bringing us our Holly. Holly, we did almost say Holly and Slip. Jeez Louise, you know they're close. Yeah, right. They are. They are. Well, yes. Here I am to give you some. Well, to start, pretty growth stories. Okay. This one's. This one was harrowing to read. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm worried. It, so this is not a new story, but it's gotten rehashed recently after uh, Johnny Depp was filmed at Kane's. Can. Can. See? There you go. Can. Can. Uh, smiling and um, enjoying the limelight. Mm-hmm. Uh Keen viewers noticed how nasty his teeth looked. Yeah, I don't think he cares. And they dug, up, they dug up an old 1995 interview where he boasted about his rotten teeth. Oh dear! Filled with cavities. Well, they, I, it, it, he's going to be in pain, and so he, we eventually we'll have to do something about said rotten teeth. Yeah, he doesn't open his mouth big enough a lot, so you would even notice it. He's really morphing into Jack Sparrow. He if really- they're not one and the same already, because <laughs> Jack Sparrow's teeth always look like that, and I always wondered if he did damage. And of course, I'd be willing to do damage to my teeth if I was getting Jack Sparrow money. But I always wondered what he did to his teeth with those. Grills that yes. Captain Jack, you know, they used to wear. Keep yeah. in mind too, this is this interview was given in 1995, so we're not even talking. Oh, yeah, Jack Sparrow. True. He's always had rotten teeth, yeah, is what I, he's telling us. Basically, right. has and some people are just you know they you don't see their teeth when they talk. Yeah. He kind of does that. Yeah. Why, why brag about it? I think if you have the money for dental care, are you he, just keeping it? It's not care? his brand. He doesn't care. He doesn't he, care. He's- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
smokes those cheroot cigarettes, which are just <laughs> they're basically like sometimes you can't get your teeth white with products when you're a big smoker or chewer. You just have to and they're like those live brown, with them. Do you know what I mean when I, I say totally cheroot? Do. You live with them until you decide you want to go all new. Yeah. Well, so this quote from the article really... What just, is it? I hated it. Okay. I had a root canal done eight years ago that's unfinished. It's like a rotten little stub. Okay, I'm sorry. That is the <laughs> grossest thing I've heard. It's First horrible. of all, I'm so sorry. If you've ever had a root canal and you know you have that you hole, can't leave hole that in open. your mouth and you feel it on your teeth, oh. that horrible little oh. stick thing... Oh my gosh! That really—that's that above and beyond duty that today makes my for teeth a dirt. <laughs> I told you it I, makes my, oh my teeth hurt. We got to do that to others. Oh, the oh, magazine makes so a point gross. makes a point to say that his breath was shockingly odorless. Oh my goodness! Well, <laughs> my you know all I, I you know all I can say is I hope you've got another story that'll make us feel that just hurt my teeth. There's talking a reason about I that. started with that one because I'm just going to keep going. That's so Okay. Nothing's going to be that nasty. Okay. This one's uh, super exciting to me. Eddie Murphy is in talks to star in a new Pink Panther movie with, uh, you know, as Inspector Clouseau. Clouseau. Yeah. I love this. Do you? Be hysterical. I love, I love this, this so idea so much. I think much. he's such a great actor. I'd say him. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about this. And you just do a complete 180 oh. because, you know, the other guy Peter was Sellers, Sellers was yeah. so hysterical in yeah. its mannerisms and facial but expressions. there's all these new people to discover Wonderful. Inspector Love Clouseau. it. Well, and I think it's like a good time for a rehash. I think we've waited yes. enough time. And they're not pitching the same movie. I was really interested in kind of their pitch for this yeah, movie. Yeah, what is it? So they have Jeff Fowler directing, who became wildly successful for doing the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Yes. Um, Those made a gazillion dollars. Apparently, this will be the first film to actively blend uh, the character of Inspector Clouseau and the Pink Panther, the titular cartoon who oh. graces the, the intros and outros of every single movie. Yeah. He's going to be a character. It's going to be like a buddy picture okay. with the Pink Panther. But and it's Inspector not going to be a cartoon, is it? it well, the cartoon say, would be in the movie. You would see the Pink uh, Panther in a... Well, of course. Yeah, the, yeah. the cartoon is the Pink Panther. They said specifically live-action CG hybrid. Yeah. So we'll see how it looks, but... Because that's always how they move that shit. I'm okay with I'm okay with this. Julia's like, she wants it to be remain the way it was. <laughs> She's but, mad. I think Eddie Murphy could pull it off. Same. Oh, oh, I can already see him in a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, yeah, they will keep the mustache. It's so iconic. How you can you to. not? You have to. You have to keep the, you know, he'll make his own Clouseau mannerisms but yeah i just feel like the mustache would help one it would help a person i kind of i'm picturing like dr Doolittle eddie murphy like a little bit of that like well yeah kitschy childish but maybe not comedy. don't no, invoke don't. that if you meet him or anything i think that's conjures up a bad Image. memory because i'm not gonna bring up dr Doolittle do when you meet him because okay. you're scheduled to meet with eddie murphy yeah, later right. on eddie, sunday for brunch right? yeah, seriously uh-huh. i would be so lucky well, uh, some news out of reality TV now. We have um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta star, Kim Kolchak Bierman. Oh, Kim Zolciak. 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 Mm-hmm. Zolciak Bierman has filed a petition to have the Superior Court of Fulton County determine if her ex, Croy Bierman, is currently abusing drugs. Yeah, she, she wants, wants him tested every day. She wants his hair follicles for marijuana. They're yep. living in two different wings of the house and they're not in agreement on money 
whose fault is it and who's getting custody and who's moving out. So probably her lawyer just said, you know, we could demand this. He could demand. I mean, this is going to get ugly. They don't have the money for lawyers. They don't. And Oh, my gosh. So it's interesting who's ever taking Kim's case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's such a petty claim, too. It's because she would know if he like is a guy who enjoys a a joint on the weekend. You know, well, she, would she know can't charge negligence yeah. because she doesn't have evidence of that. So yeah. she's getting nitpicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're yeah they're they're basically they hate each other now. They went from love to hate faster than a New York minute. I mean, doesn't that just sound about right? The well, the quote exactly is: she has serious concerns for the safety and well being of the minor children. Under, under his care. She is fearful that their younger children, her nine-year-old twins, son who's 10, yeah. and another son 11, will be exposed to the substances he's allegedly using. That's interesting because he's like been the full, you know, he's full-time daddy while she's been more the worker and oh, doing the appearances and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. 100%. yeah. 100%. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like this is bad out. blood and this is just like now in a, you know, it's trying to make, trying to Trying to get an upper hand well, somehow. You know, look out, honey. You might look up one day and have full custody and not like it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I don't know what's going to happen there. But no one can say they're surprised that these two are breaking up. Okay, anyone who watched their show, you could just see that this was a fairy tale that wasn't going to end well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in our, in our last minute here, I'll throw something out there that I think... Um, you're interested in uh, Garth right. Brooks announcing his 2024 dates oh. for his residency at Caesars. In Vegas. Do you think I should buy some tickets and try it all over again? Yes, Julia, I do. Now that would be a fun reason to go oh, to Vegas. Lori. And see we the had, show. I did buy tickets, mm-hmm. and and uh, what was it? Did you buy the wrong date? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to sell them because I couldn't go on the date. That I bought them for, but it had already the, the, passed two weeks earlier. Yeah, that mm-hmm. always makes you feel. They good. were expensive. Mm-hmm. That's and then I missed Celine Dion because mm-hmm. I was sick and couldn't go. Mm-hmm. I really your biggest concert regrets right there. Those are my yeah. Garth, Garth and Brooks, Celine. The first time he was in Vegas, and then Celine. Yeah, yeah. they do you really need a hug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And both both times in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. do you need both? a hug? <laughs> Oh, Lori just tried to give me one. But yeah, my arms are tired. Yeah, they're tired of reaching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna be right back. It's Lori and Julia, my talk. Grant here again for Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your hometown experts when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, and even so pretty much everything exterior to your home for the last 30 years and i am just honored to be able to be a part of this new partnership here at my talk well i can't say new because if you remember back in the day mike and the hoffman weber home show on sundays well it's kind of back in a sense that i get to share all the great stuff that hoffman weber construction can do for you just like they're going to do for me in the future here i'm having them look at my roof because i've had some hail damage in the last year i'm also going to be replacing my windows in the next six months and they're helping me with that as well eventually here so i fully recommend you reach out to jason in the sales team at Hoffman Weber Construction because they're not going to give you a high-pressure sale. It's not going to be a one-stop closing. They're going to take the time to treat you like someone who's going to be spending a lot of money right now, and we know that's hard to do, so they don't want you to make a rash decision. They're going to walk you through the whole process, and there's not a better team out there to do it again at Hoffman Weber Construction. So if you want to get your free in-home consultation, start out at hwconstruction.com. She has a theory.
Okay, this is a good theory. This is a really good theory. All right. Okay, we'll call this dirty money. And it's not because the bills are really dirty or full of fingerprints. But this is from the University of Notre Dame. Okay. A study, and they found that doesn't matter how you identify yourself as a person, but okay. people, cash is king when it comes to guilty purchases. Okay? Um, people don't want any lingering evidence of maybe they've promised their partner they're not going to smoke anymore. Or oh. maybe they promised them they're not going to... Uh, you know, be spending money wherever. So to hide your tracks, you pay in cash. Da. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it uh, when you pay cash for stuff, it allows you to purge your mind that it ever happened. Oh, so it's psychological on top of just not having a tracking system. That's right. Okay. You can forget all about okay. it. And um, when I, so anyway, when you have a paper trail and you see the thing on your statement or however you're paying for it, but, um, you know, a, a, a lot of people don't realize, especially people who are like, or they are very good about their credit card expenses, but everyone uses cash so they don't have to think about certain things that they buy you don't want to know i guess i don't have anything that i buy that i don't want to know about yeah well that's that's good you're you're you're, i don't have anything and this was published in the journal of the association for consumer research and they analyzed real transaction data and like three million different purchases and then did this some manipulate, you know, they did some like, kind of actuarial right. thing. And what they just basically found out is that uh, it was the first ever to find out how people buy for stuff. Or like a lot of people will go in and buy donuts in cash. They will buy cigarettes, probably. Cigarettes in cash. Maybe um, some booze in cash. Maybe some booze, uh, buying things at an airport, you know. I spent $52 at Dairy Queen mm-hmm. last weekend. Would mm-hmm. that have been something I should have paid? Yeah, you would have, like, if you paid cash, you wouldn't have to relive <laughs> that. When I, you see the bill. I don't even care. Yeah. I went in and bought one of those big Mother's Day cakes. Yeah. Because I love Dairy Queen cakes. Mm-hmm. And then I bought these individual cups. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of them. Yeah, so <laughs> I have a lot of them left. Yeah, that's how people pay in cash, okay. and I wonder if that's why I like paying, like for my weekly blowouts in cash, so I don't really have to see or recognize how much money I spend on my hair in a month over a year. Blah blah blah. It probably would hurt. So you use your credit card on some hair things? No, oh, you always I pay, pay cash for. Oh no, I think all that my number hair. would be. Um, I think you don't want Casey to see it either. No, I, when we got married, I told him you. You can never ask me how much I spend on my hair. I'll never tell you the truth. <laughs> my hair is and off it can't, the table. It's off the I'll table. And it's not up for discussion. You know, some people feel that way about their nails. My nails are off the table. They're you off know, the I table. Like and, you know, my so, shopping, my black But if you're shoes. like saying to somebody, you're not really, oh, I'm going to pay. Okay, I'm going to pay. I have a girlfriend who does this. She's great for this. She goes, I'm going to pay half cash 
and then I'm only going to pay half of it. And so then I can say for real, I only paid $100 for these shoes. I would never <laughs> want to be in that relationship. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> but it's a trick for herself that works for them. Okay. It's like, okay. you know, because it's all coming from the same pot. It's like people are funny about money. Well, I did this in Vegas because I didn't want to be charging my card the entire and you know, cash is yes, king in Vegas. That's but true. I don't want to look back on my credit card bill when I get home oh, and feel and like say, oh. oh no, I spent a thousand dollars. So if you I put yourself cash, on take cash, cash then it's more manageable in a way. I don't guilt myself when I'm like, oh, I really want a piece of pizza that costs ten dollars and it's three AM. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Oh, man, anyway, that's okay. funny. I know. Okay, here's another uh, little theory for you. Now, this is, I don't know if I can buy into this theory or not. Okay. It's from Ohio State University, and I usually, you know, when I get um, my social, psychological, and personality science journal from Ohio State University, I come to rely on it, but... Mm-hmm. They have said this is why people take selfies. Why would you think people take selfies? What's the first answer, Julia? Do you just take it to um, document the moment? Okay. Ellie? Feel like you're in control of the picture. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. I hate taking them. I feel like I'm taking the worst picture of my life because I have short arms and Lori won't take them. <sighs> yeah. I, I never same. feel in control. I feel like I have to. Yes. I feel like I have to. Yeah. Well, apparently. I would never take a selfie, really, unless. You're very good at taking them, though. Oh, you're so funny. She likes to compliment me. But she knows I'm not. But yes. You are. Go back, back to you. You do. You you know how to hold it up. And you're very good at it. Anyway, uh, they say the reason why people take selfies, it's not a. Uh, Merely an act of vanity, but it is really honestly to capture the meaning the of that moment, it's the moment for the person. Right. That's and it. that's why you're like, I just got to get a picture of us right here. I'm sure you did this in Vegas. I I'm did sure it you just did this somewhere. In Seattle and Whigby Island. Yes. Because I, I wanted the moment. I don't want to post it. I want to do anything with it, but I just, it's I want to say I was here. With you. I, yeah. I feel like I have to think really consciously about that. Maybe that's like doing so much camping, but I have to think like, oh, take a picture. Everyone looks cute. Yeah. Take a picture. If I'm in the moment, I just want to like sit there. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But, but if you are like somewhere, you know, and you're just like, I've got to get this, that's what's driving it. It isn't because you're a vain person and oh, you're trying to get a photo of yourself, like to somehow be, but you really are. Saying to yourself, almost in your mind, I want to remember this. This means everything to me right now. So I just thought, you know, in that way, I kind of like this theory because it sometimes there is the saying, oh, you're you're so vain. You're always taking pictures of yourself. But maybe you really are just about making. And sometimes you take them because you even want to know, like, oh, I like how I did my makeup today. Maybe I'll just save that for the future or something dumb. Yeah, it's not just for self-promotion, which is what everyone has always thought it was. You know, oh, it's just so you, you know, but it really isn't. It's you're you're trying for connection, Julia. Okay, fine. Fine. Okay, pandemic brain is real. If anyone was wondering if it wasn't. Okay. The proof is in the pudding. The Journal of American College Health said, yes, indeed, pandemic brain has happened and some of the most impacted 
the college kids that started fall of 2020. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or graduated. Or graduated. Twenty one. Yep. Lots, yep. lots of stuff around. High, and and what the, what this this is this is an interesting uh, theory as far as this university study is that they wanted to see if how because it was a once in a lifetime kind of a thing where the whole world sort of shuts down over the same thing the last time that had happened was 1918 mm-hmm. and so they wanted to study what happens when you interrupt somebody at a point in their life that's like a critical a, point in their life yes yes and what does that yes. happen and what happens what what happened is that um those kids or those young people have the pandemic brain means you struggle more with indecision because you entered something at this really life changing point. And you had to think of so many different types of things outside of just should I go or shouldn't I go? If I go, how far do I sit apart? If I go, am I going to get COVID? If I go, do I wear yes. a You know, all that other stuff was on top of just a basic decision, probably. Yes. So oh. that is so if you, you know, like if you do know a young person that like fits into that thing, just know that. Part of what they are dealing with from entering, think of other people that, you know, I mean, I think of, you know, entering college was like one of the most giddy experiences of my loved life. It more than anything. And loved to it, go loved and it. you had to be a part. Yeah. Oh, I would hate that. So anyway, indecision is what is what they're calling pandemic brain. It's just from having so many things on your plate at this big time. And so now it is a very real thing that those those young people are, you know, that yes. they're still struggling with indecisive thinking as a result of having that experience okay. imprinted. So just something for, you know, people to be aware of in the, you it's know, a good in thing. the kindness department of life, you know, just being understanding maybe of things. Plus, we always give everyone passes in their 20s. Oh, gosh. Yes. yes. All oh, right. That, yes, that's all. Yes, that's a yes, forever yes, theory yes. around here, Ellie. <laughs> You're in your 20s, you get a pass. I mean, <laughs> not on, you know, horrible things, but just on, you don't, don't worry, you're not going to have it all figured out. Ugh. And it's okay. No one really does. Tell huh? my parents that. I know. Unless you're going to be an accountant or a teacher, you know, something very specific. It's, you don't really know. It's going to happen. There you go. Yeah. You'll see. There you go. All right. Listen, we'll be right back with, um, oh, we're going to play a special song for a special someone who's playing at Mystic tonight. All right. Hey, everybody, Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage and the team of super mortgage professionals. And we can say that because we know um, how helpful and supportive they are during a home buying experience or a refinancing experience or buying just another property and figuring out how could I combine my home and a cabin mortgage. And if you're looking at debt right now, credit card interest rates are higher than we've ever seen them before. And it might be an option to refinance, but find out what all your options are when you contact First Equity. They are local. They love this community. They know what's going on in this community. They live in our community. They know the, the agents at the real estate offices. They know the closing title people. They're amazing. And we get so many testimonials. And we know you'll want to work with David and his team at First Equity. Give them a buzz at 763 251 8000. Ready, one better. Yeah.
Yeah, this is uh, uh, Tanya Tucker. Yep. Playing at Mystic tonight. She was 13 years old when this song went to number one on country. Oh, really? Yeah, this year pop on all the country charts. Yeah, she and Leanne Rhymes were right. both 13 years old when Leanne they had Rhimes their hit song with Blue. Blue. Which is so good. And so Delta Don, I mean, uh, Tanya Tucker, I mean, she just uh, was in the business from a very young age. And she is having a renaissance. Brandy Carlisle helped her with that. And she's at Mystic tonight. So Love just want to wish everyone a happy, happy concert. And if you're going the hook and ladder, happy concert to the Shackleton crew. Happy, happy night. Okay, I want to tell you. Mm-hmm. So um, High Desert premiered last night. On Apple with Patricia Arquette. Yes. Critics give it a 63. Audience give it an 88. Your show Silo on Mm -hmm. Apple Plus. uh, Critics gave it an 85. Audience are giving that a 90. Yeah, that's a wild puzzle box sci-fi. Yeah, something. Um, The, you know, Mrs. Davis on Peacock. That's kind of the weird one. But Grant dropped out. I know, but people kind of like it. Do they like it? I have, I watched... The second to last, Queen Charlotte. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that tonight. You're gonna ask. I'm oh, so tired. I because really? you were just telling me before. How can I go to Tanya? Well, Decker I know. Tonight? I wish I could, but I gave it all to Shania last I'm night. I'm sure you did, Lorene. Just it was. We would expect nothing less from you. But it was really a dazzling crowd. The people. I love that. Yeah. So it's great people watching. Yeah, really, mm-hmm. really, really was. So, I love that. Anyway, I didn't realize this when Madonna uh, teased us last week. First of all, she also kind of broke my heart on Mother's Day. She posted I saw a photo of her mom, like pregnant, maybe with Madonna, because Madonna is five when her mom dies mm-hmm. of breast cancer. And basically the... Post starts off, you know, Mom, I've thought about you every day of my life. Um, And it was a lot of feels for Madonna. I could look it up, but I'm too lazy. But basically, also talking about how becoming a mother was something I never even thought I wanted. And then when I had it, it was everything. But yet nobody knows how to do it. There is no school. There is. You have to go. And, you know, it was a really... I thought it was it was we had it was the most feels we've had from Madonna in an explicit, sensitive way that we don't usually see from her. Right. And I didn't know if you read it or not, but it kind of it just touched me. And I I think, didn't go on Instagram. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, I really. I looked at it on yeah. Monday, the day after yeah. um, Mother's Day, but I just looked at it and I just thought, oh, I always forget that you know that Madonna was five when her mom died. That's yeah. why she and Rosie O'Donnell. That's bonded. right. That was their thing, Rosie's wasn't it? mom was like five. Yes. You know, that's, know. that changes your life forever. Anyway, if you get a chance, read it. Because, Julia, you followed Madonna uh, on Instagram. You know, she's always more tough. Yep. So she's like in her feels on this one All in right. a way that we just never see from her. All right, We're fine. used to it from Cher, if we can translate the emojis. <laughs> Uh, How Cher. is Cher doing since the breakup, oh, Lori? Cher. How do you think that's going? I think she's heartbroken that he wasn't her forever guy. She forgets that she's that 40 years difference, 
You know, she hasn't tweeted since March 19th. That's what I thought. She, I think she was um, devastated. Yeah, I mean, I think, mm-hmm. he, you know, maybe he, maybe, maybe he pretended that he liked her more than he did. And then she caught on to him when the, how should we call it, the big... D. Hayes lifted. Well, when just the original, you know, serotonin and oxytocin yeah. or whatever it is, you know, kind of lifted. Yeah. They worked on music together. Uh, yeah, maybe I know, I that know. was hard. I, I don't, we don't know. I don't think so. I just think that maybe he just pretended that he liked her more and she maybe found out something that maybe he was laughing about her behind her back. She read a text message over her to, you know, something like that. Is that really like that. what you assume? Well, it is only because I had the t- experience of one time being 36 and dating a 21-year-old, and the hate I got his friends from his told, friends the, His was friends epic. told him that yeah. Gloria died. No, or no. That you had, you, they told you that he was dead. Yes, that he died in surges. <laughs> oh, my God. Because yeah. they didn't want her to so date him. So I'm just thinking of a 36-year-old and his pack of friends that he wrote, and he's dating a 76-year-old, even though it's Cher. I don't know. I just wonder, like, how serious he was. I felt like yeah. he was serious, and maybe in that way he broke her well, heart. Also, there's boning, and then there's building a life. And yes. age is a factor Thank in you. both of those. Yes, very well put. That could be on a teacher's mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, But, you know, to me, that says that she was kind of sad. And there was that one story, and it was kind of sketchy because it was in Radar, and it could have been made up. But it said that both Chaz and Elijah... We're like telling their mom, pump the brakes. Yeah. Yeah. On this guy. You've only known him for six months. Right. And you made us meet him, you know, before oh, the three month yeah. mark. So <laughs> what are you doing, mom? I don't know. So, yeah. anyway, I want Cher to get back to tweeting. Well, we'll see what happens, Lori. Yeah, she's just taking it easy. Maybe she's going to make him plans to be our musical um, diva next year, since this year is crowded with the ladies on the concert calendar. My God. Okay, let me tell you something. Yeah. It's tick season. So when I was playing tennis the other night... Did you get one? I got in my car, <gasps> and all of a sudden I felt... You what? Me, what? I, I almost thought I had to hit the bleep oh. button right there. <laughs> oh, Why? I got in. My- you said bleeping. Oh, yes. Yeah, so. Oh no. Yeah. It, I um got in my car and all of a sudden I feel something, and I'm driving Where? and I'm like at my leg, inside my legging slash sport, you know, <gasps> and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I've- so I'm taking my nib and nails and I'm trying to squeeze it out underneath my leg as I'm trying. It was scary, but. It's tick season, people. I just want you, you to watch. How did a tick get in your tight pants? They weren't that tight, that pair. Oh, my They aren't as tight. That's like, that a, means they're jumping from well, the grass. They're looking for the warm spots. They yeah. are looking, and it was cozy and warm in my leg, yeah. in the back of my leg. Were you running into the grass to no, retrieve balls? No, but I went under trees and stuff. And okay, I'm just saying, right. it is tick season, yeah. people, and that I there's nothing worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm Check real, your body. I'm, I was freaked out, though. I felt oh, yeah. like it crawling, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off my body. Oh, my gosh. Get off my body. Ellie, thanks for filling in today. Um, Everyone have a great night, and guess what? What? We'll do it again tomorrow. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ellie, I hope you come back tomorrow. You'll be here.